Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? New haircut? Uh, I like it. I got a new haircut. Um, oh, we'll so talk about we'll, we'll talk about it later. You know, it, it might be uh, a comb over. <laughs> um, certain people seem to can't think tell so, with so. these new hip haircuts these days. Is it a comb over? Yeah, or is it just a stylish do for sure. Yeah, know? no, I thought it looked really, really good, and now all I can see <laughs> is a comb over. So that's the uh, that's where I live now. Yeah, in that thought. Um, uh, we got a, we, we got a sweet pod today. We got yeah. a lot of basketball to get through. A lot of boy, lots happening. A the... lot of comb over stuff to get behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like why dwell on that sort of thing? You know what I mean? Everyone ages, all that sort of yeah. stuff, and like even yeah, you, know, you might think you have a comb over, and you might actually not. You know, depending on who you talk to or whatever. So um, it's harder to solve than the Kennedy shooting. Is it you with the comb over or someone else? We don't know. Like JFK, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Who calls it the Kennedy shooting? Okay. Um, uh, we're going to bring on a, a super special guest. Uh, we went to okay. college together. Uh, he's a, an amazing artist. He's a funny guy. He's uh, cool. He's cute. But it's not, you know? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, you know what? You just smiled at me when I said that, and it just flowed, okay? Um, uh, no, old friend, uh, super big basketball fan. He's in the uh, Give Me Some Raptors News uh, Facebook group I always, always talk about. Tristan Douglas, give it up. Oh, say <laughs> can you see? Just go, let it oh out. I got Fergie's uh, here. Sorry, yeah. I just, <laughs> I had to get that out. Yeah, no. I'm it's, feeling uh, passionate about that performance. Yeah, why did she do that? I don't know. Or I mean... Yeah, just what you, you you wonder what's going on there. It's like that guy that sang the uh, Canadian national anthem at like a Vegas CFL game back in the day. Did you ever hear that? No. He sang it to the tune of uh, "Oh Christmas Tree." <laughs> like, oh Canada, we stand on guard. For okay. Oh. I swear to God, that's a that's like some I'm gonna, type of. I'm gonna find it for later in the show. We're gonna, we're gonna okay, but that's that. like okay. clearly some type of musical wizard, you know? <laughs> and he was looking um, at music, though. He's looking at, like, he was reading music as he was singing. Yeah, that guy had, oh a, play, that guy had a plan, which I don't think Fergie did. <laughs> no, absolutely um, not. Tristan, what's up? How you doing, man? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's good to have you. I'm I appreciate the cute comment as well. That, yeah. That made me feel great yeah. to start He doesn't feel cool. so easy. Like, yeah. You know, I was like, all these compliments, are, you know, are they coming across like a little bit generic? Are they good descriptors <laughs> for this uh, excellent man? On this audio-driven medium. Yeah. It's yeah. a great... Like, people need to know what who they're looking at, who they're hearing. Um, yeah, it's important. The, yeah, all that uh, FDR stuff. Yeah, FDR stuff. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to make a really weird reference. <laughs> Isn't there a thing with like Teddy Roosevelt that like people loved him and then when they saw him, they're like, whoa, I don't oh. like the way he looks. <laughs> okay, we're talking about two different people. Yeah, you know what? Teddy this and is, FDR. This is just Jeez. A, this is a hot Freddy mess. <laughs> um, let's start talking about Raptors.
this I'm, will, you know, I'm, are you ready to watch basketball again? I'm, this break's a little long. The you break's think? long. Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, adjusting to the, like the new schedule. Um, mm. It's been, uh, yeah, we're going to get into uh, if things could be aligned a little bit better uh, at a later point. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm ready for basketball. I think there's basketball tonight, right? No, sorry. There's tomorrow. tomorrow. There's tomorrow. basketball tomorrow and the Raptors play on Friday. Yes. Right. Um, Cool. So uh, before we get into, you know, the All-Star game and the All-Star weekend and like how that affects the Raptors and just other observations, um, let's let's go into the end of this season. So it's been a pretty remarkable year in like a variety of ways. You know, we've had a couple guys, maybe Norm, maybe, you know, I honestly don't know who else who's had who's had disappointing seasons. So basically everything's good. Um my question to you is the Raptors are first in the East. I think we have two games on the Celtics. Does that matter? I think absolutely it matters. I think going forward, if we hold that number one spot, it's easy breezy for us. Yeah? I think so. So like matters in the ter- matters in that um it's gonna make our road, you know, whomever that is through easier the rest of the way, or is it a kind of a confidence builder for Toronto and the franchise? I think more than anything, it's a confidence builder. Once you have that locked in, like we've never had, you know, from all-star break going all the way to the end, if we can retain that number one spot Mm. going to playoffs for the best home team record right now. So, you know, having that, I think is a huge confidence boost in the playoffs. I know it's a different animal altogether and historically, you know, not great. But I think having that home court advantage for sure is and, huge. And I think, you know, that question's gonna gonna be there basically until we have some kind of convincing playoff win. You know, there's gonna be the doubts, especially with DeRozan and, and Lowry and Casey. And they're pretty warranted, I think. Um, they're definitely exaggerated, uh, especially when we have such an interesting, compelling team with so many storylines and but uh no, I think it would be a huge, huge boost for the franchise. And I think at this point it's this weird kind of game we're playing against Boston, even though our obvious actual competitor is Cleveland, and that's everyone in the East's real competitor. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm sure teams look at us and think maybe they can beat us, or it would be good to beat us, or maybe they can't beat us, or whatever. But everyone looks at Cleveland as as the path to success. I it, think. it feels yeah. like they re like they rebuilt their team in you know two seconds with. Shedding Isaiah Thomas and oh yeah, other, you know yeah. it's like doesn't it feel like a lot different? We haven't really seen enough of it, but I know you you, you, know. you can't really have the conversation of Raptors in the East and Raptors going forward yeah. without constantly having to address Cleveland. Yeah, I, I, I mean I wasn't really insinuating that when I was you know kind of starting this thought, but that's, that's making me yeah. yeah, it's too bad. See that I wasn't thinking <laughs> that. No, but the, that's the reality. Um, yeah, let's let's jump there for a sec. With the with, with all the Cleveland additions, um, where does that sit with you? Uh, you know, uh, as it pertains to the Raptors, or even just in general. Well, I think you're absolutely right. It's too early to tell what that team is going to look like a month yeah. from now, or how they're going to play together. Yeah, the two games, three games that they played, they look pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But I still think the Raptors have that bench. They have that mentality behind them, and they have a lot of people that you know. Don't have that kind of, you know, hard past with them that they can actually For take sure. in, like against Cleveland. They're definitely not as bonded as the Raptors team is. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's a much tighter group the Raptors have than right. you know. Obviously, with everything that's happened in Cleveland, it just really affects you. You know? 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, wow. Um, no, it, it, it's funny that there's all this talk about all, all these doubts uh, with the Raptors going forward being for real when their numbers kind of check out as, as the most sustainable yeah. uh, as far as the teams that we're, we're kind of talking about right now. But, you know, you have to, when there's a player this great who's such a, who casts such a massive shadow over an entire sport, um, you can't really rule out what his potential is as a, you know, like a basketball legend, basically. Like yeah. he's, he's not really just a player at this point. He's kind of this like mythical figure who's just won another all-star MVP. I think, so, I think I heard it was uh 10 years apart. Yeah. From... We talked about it in the last episode, I think. Oh, did we? Yeah. It was 2008. The last time LeBron won MVP. Right at the All Star game. Yeah, so 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 that so that's insane. He you know he could. I think he's in the running for uh, M- MVP this year. So yeah, you have to kind of factor him into any Raptors success to sit uh, like any, any any Raptors success decision. I think, unfortunately, that chemistry is is not necessarily this thing you have to take four years to figure out. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the Boston Celtics had. They kind of came in and steamrolled the league when they uh, assembled their big three. Yeah, but I think LeBron is such an electric guy that if basically if you bring in four guys and it looks like they did, who are all des- des- desperate for success for whatever reason, you know, George Hill being like, "Oh, this might be my last and only chance." Jordan Clarkson being like, "I want to prove myself and win a championship." Lance being like, "I'm trying to get a bigger contract," and Hood. Maybe just enjoying playing with a super duper star. So who was playing great this year with yeah. Utah? Hood. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm afraid of of Cleveland. I think yeah. I I legitimately opposite to the Raptors, I I think I need to see them struggle in the playoffs in any way in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. to feel like beating LeBron James is a real thing. Well, that's even why, for us. That's why I think it's important to hold on to that number one spot as well. Let Boston and Cleveland, you know, have their time. Look at in this the guy. Just round. bring it back. Yeah, exactly. I love it's all it. looped you know, around. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about. The first seed. Because I, <laughs> I think about last year in the playoffs, and I just think about that moment where LeBron has Ibaka on him, and he just spins the ball on his hand for a couple times, and then shoots that three right in his face. Uh, I don't want to see that again. Or, or, or how about this? You know, we we kind of get over the hump. It's not really a convincing win against Milwaukee, but we win in six games. Didn't take seven games. Obviously, it was uh, terrifying the way it ended, and they, you know, yeah. kind of, obviously, we had the big uh, um, I got us dunk from Damar. <laughs> but uh, imagine we go, imagine we leave that series a little bit broken, but our next opponent is uh, an injured Isaiah Thomas in the Boston Celtics. Or... Um, pretty banged up, um, starting line heavy wizards. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we beat those teams, but I think there's a pretty good chance that it's a wildly different series than just getting smoted by LeBron yeah. while he mm-hmm. drinks a beer. Yeah, <laughs> that really affected you. Yeah, I bring it up a lot. Yeah. Eh? you know what? I've uh, I feel like I'm I'm chilling out on the Stevens thing. I need to take a chill pill in general. Um, actually, uh, I should address something. Um, I don't often get comments, uh, about the podcast, uh, you know, in person, right? Yeah. Every once in a while I'll run into someone who, who listens to it. And, uh, this, the last time I, we recorded, I, I think about three or four people who were kind of like, man, you need to 
chill on Drake night. <laughs> like, you seem real angry. <laughs> and I'll say this. There was some anger there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'll also say this. I was just trying to work it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was trying to push Thomas's and yeah, Kevin's yeah. buttons. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, real gripes to Drake Knight, but also apologies to the people I frightened. Because uh, I think I came across I, as a I will say, terrifying as individual. I was there with you, and you were, you know, slightly seething under the collar a bit, but, like, I didn't, I didn't, you weren't, like, mumbling to yourself or anything like that. Wow. That's even worse, though. But, Man. like, you, you, did, you did ask me a couple, like, what do you think of these jerseys? Oh, okay. Wow. I got a, I got a dark side. That's all internalized. That entire yeah. game. He was just this little comment. Yeah. There, that it's just squeaking out for one yeah. second. Yeah. Don't let my inflection that sounds like it's always ending in a question fool you. I'm a menacing individual. You know what? Sometimes you put on the mask. Sure. That's what happens. Sure. Jim Carrey, Esquire. Wow. Um, <laughs> Dwayne Casey, uh, all-star game. He's, uh, kind of slowly been getting love this year. Uh, it kind of all came pouring out at the All-Star game from players, from coaches, from analysts. It makes sense. You know, you're the coach at the All-Star game. You get a lot of praise. But it seemed, from what I listened to anyways, a lot of well-researched praise and a lot of what the Raptors fans have been wanting to hear all year, framed through the success of Casey, but also kind of highlighting all the intricacies and how cool our team is this year. Uh, where do you Where do you stand on that? Are you... For this season, it's about time yes. that someone comes forward and says, hey, you're doing a great job up there. Everyone needs to take notice of this. It's yeah. been like this entire season. For sure. Everyone yeah. is just saying like, you know, Cleveland, Boston, and, you know, and most polls, other team. And, I know. Oh. And like that is just so oh, frustrating to see that. We're going to get there. But yeah, I think this is so like warranted and so deserved that finally we're getting talked about and finally Dwayne Case is getting that respect because again, to change the way he did when like the culture reset thing came out last year, we're all like, okay, Casey's gone. Mm -hmm. That's the culture reset. But the fact that he's yes. able to like get through to his starters, get through to the team mm -hmm. and develop something that Toronto's never seen mm -hmm. in the Raptors. And, you know, I feel pretty good about this. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I've been, I, I kind of turned around really early this season. I was, I, I was getting there and getting there and getting there. And I, I guess for whatever reason, I didn't really see the Cleveland series last year the same way I saw, you know, the way he's really struggled with Indiana, Miami and got just destroyed by um, Washington. So I, I think the anger wasn't there and I, but yeah, right from the get-go, there were so many remarkable young guys ready. And it's it's always hard with a coach. Are you going to, you know, attribute the franchise, Masai, the players themselves, um, the staff around Casey, how Masai, you know, massage that staff to maybe make Casey stop playing Louis Scola? <laughs> or, you know, because I, I made a couple comments um, before the season started that Masai had taken away that vet. From Casey, he was like, he was kind of like, you don't have this as an option. Your options are these young players who need to develop. Mm -hmm. But um, no, he's been doing a remarkable year all year, and I'm full on Casey. Like he's my at this point, he's kind of like my uh, Jerry Sloan. Yeah, completely. Mm -hmm. I don't know how comparable they are at all to coaches, but he's kind of this guy where, you know, I don't know if he's as good. Yeah, yeah, I think Jerry Sloan. You know, maybe in the future could be a good comparison to Casey just because 
Jerry Sloan wasn't necessarily always in the running for coach of the year, but every once in a while he was, but he was a really, really good coach. And everyone just knew that. And I remember the Deron Williams or the, or the, uh, Darren Williams, Dwayne Casey kind of thing, or, or, um, uh, why well, I'm sorry, why am I blanking out now? Uh, yeah, the Jerry Sloan thing when Jerry Sloan quit and it was like so dramatic and yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure he was probably just like, I'm too old and I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Casey and I think it's a good thing and it's kind of solidified the whole pound the rock Dwayne Casey movement and he's also proved himself and reinvented himself, which yeah. is, is huge for me. What are your odds on him getting coach of the year? Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think that's a possibility? I think, th- I think the NBA is all about narratives and that narrative has more momentum than almost any other narrative I can think of right now. So if you're going with the Stevens narrative, that's really been waning for about two months. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a month, maybe, maybe not two full months, but, um, I think people will still look at Stevens and like, just, you know, be blown away at what he's got out of these rookies, but he can't, uh, or these young guys, uh, Brown's not a rookie, but he, you know, he can't mask the fact, the fact that they're rookies and people are also starting to pick him apart the longer he's in the NBA. Yeah. People are like, oh, you can't get easy points. You don't design offenses that have a flow. Like there's no, oh, Celtics scored, went on an eight, eight, one run here in a, in a minute. Mm-hmm. It, everything you do is super manufactured. So this idea of you being this masterful out of timeout coach is kind of overblown. Sorry, I know I said I wouldn't slam yeah. Stevens. <laughs> I'm just saying... As far as his narrative, it's waning okay. a bit, but it's not totally waning. <laughs> Popovich also is waning as far as a narrative because the Kawhi thing is he's like, old too. It's muddied the water, and, and also they're losing games. Yeah, like I mean, like sorry, they're obviously doing very well. They're in third, but the T Wolves are right there. Yeah. Um, speaking of the T Wolves, what about Thibodeau? Like, obviously, um, if 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 you look at his coaching job for longer than a single year, you're like, oh, you're ruining your players' bodies. Yes. But <laughs> if the award is this year, look yeah. at Minnesota. Yeah. And look at how improved they are and how much of a you know potential playoff threat they are. Yeah, yeah. they could definitely go second round, maybe even third. Yeah. Okay. But uh, What do you think of that? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, whoa. Yeah. I said yeah oh, to yeah. be agreeable, but I actually don't. You don't agree that No, at I don't all? agree that. Sorry. Okay, so yeah, immediately round, no. I was like, oh. Ooh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, no, guys, I think... you guys don't know Andrew Wiggins then, do you? Ooh. <laughs> Car Anthony Towns. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Hurting my Canadian-ness. <laughs> um, but yeah, Casey, I think, uh, is arguably the the leading narrative, but, you know, like lots of time to go. So I think I think for, the rap, for him to win Coach of the Year, the Raptors – yeah, got to get the first seed, maybe need to hit 60 wins, which I think is them going either 20 and six or 19 and six the rest mm-hmm. of the way. Um, so it's in play, but mm, yeah. yeah who, is there, who am I missing? Coach wise. Mike, Mike D'Antoni from the Rockets. Yeah, but I guess I'm just thinking no to D'Antoni because didn't he win it last year? Mm, did he? Did he? I thought he did. So I thought that was kind of a thing that you just don't. People don't win back to back? I don't think so. Has that ever happened? I don't know. Oh, the, getting some questions here. Yeah, right. I'm getting yeah, some we're questions d- here. Diving into this. Um, yeah, well, it's it, it's weird. It, correct. Correct. Yeah, well, it was Dan Tony. The all the awards um, have these subset of rules that are not real rules, and that's why they're so fun to talk about. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Media coverage, fair. <laughs> that's it. That's the question. Ah. Uh, 
up until for the Raptors. Obviously. Yes, obviously, yeah. Uh, when we were talking about Casey in the All Star Weekend, this is the first time where I've seen a lot of positive, right, media attention towards the Raptors. Pay attention to this team. Yes, but so whenever, if, if you if you know you do if you do the serial Bo Bergdahl thing and you keep kind of panning <laughs> out, yeah, looking at it as a whole. Oh man, it's is rough. it fair or unfair? Well, if you're, you're like. Like there's, well, a, there's a judge. That's I'm gonna like, say Tristan that it's not fair because most of the time that it's we're talked about in the Raptors and the NBA and you know what is Toronto, it's always are we sleeping on this team? Mm-hmm. That's the constant thread totally. of the entire season. It yeah. never goes. Oh, this is the team that's gonna make it to the finals. This is the team that's gonna challenge the Warriors. It's, yeah. Hey, are we uh, paying enough attention to this team now? Yeah. Every mm-hmm. lead into a Raptor segment is. I haven't really been watching this team. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, this team. Or kind of like... It's an yeah, afterthought constantly. Yeah, it, it, it's an acknowledgement that um, you're kind of like doing it some service by acknowledging it mm-hmm. in the first place. But that's why I say it's like, it's kind of fair because everyone is sleeping on them. No mm-hmm. one's really paying that much attention to them. So that that is fair. But the fact that we're not in those conversations constantly, and again, I brought it up before, those polls. Who's going to make it to the finals? Mm-hmm. Boston, Cleveland, yeah. other team. It's the that is completely unfair. We did graduate from other though. And we the, did. the Raptors did tweet about it. And we're like, oh, I see we graduated from other. It's a fun, slow, slow, <laughs> fucking yeah. bitter Torontonian yeah. climb. <laughs> you know what I mean? We love our self-loathing and everything. So it's perfect for us Raptor fans. It's like, and it's yeah. perfect for Damar. It's really there's so much that's fitting about this era, and mm-hmm. it's just the best time to be a Raptors fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of course, I, I think it's it, it's unfair, but there's reason to it for me. The, the longer I've watched the NBA, the more I'm kind of like. You know, I think if we had a, a Russell Westbrook or like a top seven must-watch superstar, we just get talked about more. Um, I think that if we, I think we could have a like a well-balanced, um, you know, amazing to watch like basketball IQ team and be like the Spurs that can be a threat to win every year or actually win a bunch of championships and not get talked about that much, not get Christmas Day games. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty damn unfair, but also I'm kind of loving every minute of it, and I'm loving that that's like partially our identity. Like, if I was the Raptors branding person, I'd be they should have be in a war room right now thinking about what they should replace We the North with. Because that's what we need right now. Yeah. We need that last little, like, everyone fucking hates us. Yeah. Boost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a great model right there. Maybe, maybe <laughs> everyone hates us. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah, everyone yeah. hates us, or maybe it's like hashtag other. Ooh, you know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. Has, hashtag other north. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. How about this? Uh, you watch the dunk off? Oh yeah. Mitchell. The Vince Carter dunk. We're gonna go into like everything All Star, mm-hmm. but what's just like sacrilege? Mm. <sighs> it's fine, Matt. Right? Ju- Matt, jump in if you want. Yeah, if, please, if, please. Do you have some opinions on that specific dunk? Jump in. Um. Well, I'm happy that it didn't look as good as Vince's, but I, I think it's also a nice tribute. He put some thought into it. Mm-hmm. He got a Vince jersey. He did a reveal. How about this though? Wrong jersey. It was the wrong That's jersey. Not great, right? yeah. yeah, it would have been better if he went more like, you know, to a vintage. Vintage Vince, no, yeah, no, no, or you know, wore the jersey he was wearing at the time. Maybe he was really looking for it. And he had just 
didn't work out for him in time. Well, yeah, it was like a last like, eBay. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe it should have been like uh like 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 one of those like Instagram stories so we could follow it all yeah. the way up. Like he's like running around trying, like he's like supposed to do a bunch trade with this person to get the jersey. Uh, don't um, you think it's just a nice tribute to uh, a legend or yeah that's it's all just, it was supposed to be i think i think it was and i think it's like touching and there's so many players especially in the nba now that have grown up loving vince mm-hmm. and being inspired by vince but it's a showmanship event yeah and you absolutely didn't do that dunk that dunk was like a 70 of what vince did uh, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so and that's, I mean, that's, I don't know. And that's why I'm kind of off on it as yeah. well. Is that it just, like, what as you if, said, it wasn't as good and mm-hmm. just do something else then. And, it, and if yeah. he's just honoring, hey, why don't you uh, put on a Vince jersey and just do like some other dunk? Yeah. yeah. Get, you have to try and do a dunk that like get you can't do. Or I mean, sorry. Find the guy from My Giant and like dunk over him. Yes. George Murasov? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't believe that's the first George Murasov <laughs> reference on this podcast. The guy from My Giant. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, if you're going to honor a man, you, you honor him right. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Billy Crystal? He jumped over your ass, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Billy Crystal hears everything. Thank you for listening, Billy. Thank okay, listening. Just, just a little, little side note. I have to bring it up. When me and Tristan were in, uh, we went to college together, we went to Humber Comedy Program. Mm-hmm. Hot mess of a place. Right. Um, uh, so did Matt, by the way. Uh, yep. um, but I had a great time. Uh, but Billy Crystal came to speak. Do you remember this, yes, Tristan? Yes, yeah. Do you remember anything that went down at that? I don't remember anything about okay. that time. Let me see life. if I can jog your memory a bit. Please. So <laughs> um, I don't know who it was, but it's like question period for yeah. Billy Crystal. And whatever you think of like his career, he, you know, he's a, obviously a, a, a big success. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> but um, so this guy stands up. And I forget who it was. And they were just like, so you're, um, how do they phrase it? But it was just like the biggest like criticism. It, 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 uh, what, what did he say? Oh, man. Um, sorry, I'm killing the story. <laughs> but he was basically like, no, I've watched so many of your TV shows and, and most of the movies you've been in and it, you just can't seem to get it together. <laughs> but... but um, the Princess Bride, it seemed like they got a good performance set of you. Why is that? <laughs> and, but it was that, like, like, to answer the question, Billy Crystal had to acknowledge yeah. that he's like a yeah. bag of shit. <laughs> and it was like, for, and clearly he, the, 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 the comedian had been planning this. And, and it was like, it just didn't go over. Like, nobody laughed because yeah. it was such a blatant insult yeah. to someone who was probably getting paid, but, but like, came to speak. So it just, and then someone else was kind of like, do you want to hear my impression of you if uh, Arnold was doing you and Arnold spoke Russian? And Billy Crystal was like, no, please, don't. And then, yeah, anyways. Man, I don't remember that Humber at Comedy. All. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Billy Crystal. Good for you guys. Yeah. Hey, well, Jim uh, Rivers. Billy Crystal's a nice little segue because we're going to Hollywood. We're talking about the All-Star Game. Hit it, Matt. Um. Now, hold on here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We jumped the queue a bit because he's a pretty forgettable guy, honestly. But we got to... 
give him some love. Matt actually put together a little tribute, a little tribute for a person uh, we all know. Um, mm-hmm. Please give it up for uh, Bruno Caboclo. With the 20th pick in the 2014 NBA draft, the Toronto Raptors select Bruno Caballo from Sao Paulo, Brazil. He last played for Pineros in Brazil. What just happened? I'm blown away. I've been doing this for 10 years. This is, he's two years away from being two years away. Who was Bruno Caboclo? At the time of the 2014 draft, he was referred to by some as the Brazilian Kevin Durant. He just won the MVP of the 2013 Basketball Without Borders Americas and was blessed with a 7'6 wingspan. He sure was. Casey tried to remain as positive as he could about the underdog Bruno, prophesizing that guys who are challenged developing lateral quickness or physical strength, length helps, and projected him to be a good addition to their defensive depth. In three and a half seasons with the Toronto Raptors, Bruno only played 25 games, averaging four and a half minutes, one point. He never even made it to the free throw line. He spent the majority of his time in the D-League, where he averaged 12 and a half points, six rebounds in just under 30 minutes of playing time. In the play of draft picks that came after him, like DeLon Wright, Jakob Pertl, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi, all but shut down his chances of reaching his NBA potential in Toronto. Now a member of the Sacramento Kings, the real work begins to prove that he's not a bust. Wow. Let's not forget, he was an integral part of the Raptors' 905 championship title last year. The guy can play. <laughs> His time being two years away from two years away will be over. If his tears will dry, the time is now. We leave you with the ultimate highlight of Bruno Caboclo. The hotel room, the right before bed, the whole left side of his body goes nuts. Oh, what a finish! Oh, fair! Jay, fair! It ain't fair! Fair? It was oh, great! Baby! Stop the press, baby! Put the kids to bed! CJ Fair says it's a grown folks party! Oh, my God! That's a massive big time finish. Fair. Never hesitated. Wait, he is always strong. <laughs> Well, okay, they caught the, he was mic during that game. Nobody knew. You hear him? Can crying? you can you just walk out? That was so <laughs> unbelievably comprehensive, <laughs> moving. Um, I felt like I wanted to work out and go to Jenny Craig. Or uh, there's a lot of the music. Can you just walk us through a little bit of the production on that? Oh yeah. Well, it, it all starts with uh, you know an emotional thought about his career, and you know uh, you, the other thing about the about Bruno mm-hmm. Freddie, sure, is that he got drafted right around the time you guys started this podcast. Wow! So he's been along for the ride with us, and you know it was that first season that the Raptors finally started winning again. It was uh, you know a, lo- a little bit of hope. It was like a half smile with Raptors fans. And everybody thought they were going to get this other piece. Mm-hmm. Was it going to be a Rodney Hood or a, a Spencer Dinwiddie? And they took this guy that Adam Silver couldn't even say his name. He, his teeth almost fell out. So it started. <laughs> and I guess it started with that emotional tie. I guess to it's the fair podcast. to say we've been on a ride with Bruno, but it's time to kick him off the bus. Yeah, it's definitely time. <laughs> <laughs> Top even, speed, like speed style. 25 like, games, four and a half minutes. That's all we could give him. Oof, that's yeah. all we could give him. And uh, yeah, just, you know, I let the emotions flow through me. Sure. From his mm-hmm. tears 
to my armpits. That was uh, that's beautiful, Tristan. What did you think yeah. about that? Uh, yeah, I, I'm you like sorry, I'm, I'm emotional. A lot of emotions right there. It's, I think yeah, everyone appreciates it. Bruno a little more after that. Yeah, mm-hmm, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wish him luck. Yeah, we have so many other amazing young guys. Yeah, the, the list after the narrative yeah, so fast. Like, okay. <laughs> um, any 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 uh, any thoughts on Bruno before we uh, well say goodbye? Pass away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can still I, talk about him. Well, I think that was a very you know touching tribute to him, and he will be missed. Mm-hmm. I think it's just uh, a presence, but after you write out the names of the players drafted after him, yeah, I. Uh, I feel optimistic about our future. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, with a little bit of time and a little bit of healing, we can uh, get this team back on track. Yeah. You know, and he's gone to a better place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sacramento Kings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, okay. You know what? Let's just get to the fun and games here because uh, we, we took that Bruno ride and I'm sitting in that space. Now to the yeah. NBA. Hit us. <laughs> It's an emotional podcast. Yeah, see, it <laughs> dropped it down a notch, but we're going to bring it back up. Yeah. It goes. Um, okay, all-star game. Uh, what's my first question? Um, yeah, let's just start with Saturday night. It's, a, it's a, the biggest attraction, I think. Um, what are any thoughts you have? I think we got a little bit spoiled two years ago. Is all I'm going to say is we got a little uh-huh. bit spoiled. We did. It, went, it was in Toronto. We yes. felt good about it. We all still feel good about that. We're yes. still riding that wave. Uh, this year, though, it was fine yeah and with the skills competition i you know i'm glad spencer dinwiddie won sure that's a cool win for them yeah it was entertaining yeah uh the three-point competition though devin booker was just on fire yeah it was was, watching him it was nice to see someone have a super hot round yeah although i always think when they talk about like is he gonna beat clay's score is that only since they included the money ball rack because what about Jason Capono? Did he yeah. not have a three-point shooting contest where he hit like 27 or 28 of the 30 shots? Yeah, I think with the 28, it was the record with the money balls included yeah, now. Yeah, money balls yeah. included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, uh, I think I'm basically there with you. Like, I, I, I had a good time. I, I just love basketball so much. I, I love watching the game. <laughs> Um, I thought the Saturday night dunk off was like pretty entertaining. I thought the three point shootout was a little bit of a, um, I don't want to say a bust, but a lot of players were breaking it pretty hard and, uh, it's tough to watch Lowry struggle again. Please stop entering it just for my, (laughs) my ego and how I feel about you. Yeah. Like that's playing with Raptors fans' emotions because can we you know, can we also just clarify? Did he hurt his wrist anywhere? Was he playing golf? That's what I mean. Mm. You know, that's what I mean. I don't want to. I don't want to go back there. I want to go back because yeah. that's when last year <laughs> um, was like, oh, we got surge. We just got Tucker. This is crazy. Here's wrist crack. What? <laughs> Lowry's injured with thirty games left. We're gonna be in the same situation oh, we've always been in. No, Rust, Rusty Lowry to start the playoffs is great. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. you want. Yeah, two games with a Baca. Yeah. Let's get those playoffs going. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I, I thought the dunk off like, had an overall good quality if you erase Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I think Oladipo's dunks obviously are amazing. Um, and I thought the Black Panther thing was kind of like fun and cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the dunk wasn't special. 
No. The Dennis Smith Jr. junk. Uh, junk. The the Dennis Smith Jr. dunk. Um, we were talking about it before the podcast. Was that your favorite dunk of the um, like, contest? Without a doubt. I love Larry Nance's little double tap. Yep. Uh, but his like under the leg 360 reversed hand, like mm. that was insane. I watching that even in slow motion again. I said it that was amazing. Was, that was very great. technical dunk. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think we yeah you know, we touched about on this before, but. And I don't think anyone knew what they had seen originally. A lot of these dunks, you had to go back to the replays afterwards, and yeah. then the audience started reacting after that. Mm-hmm. But like, even with uh, you know the Vince Carter throwback mm-hmm. dunk, it's just everyone was like, okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And yeah, there wasn't that like get out of your seat, like, oh, everyone's falling over each other, that kind of dunk. Mm-hmm. So that's when I classify a good dunk, dunk, good dunk contest. There you yeah, go. I, I think it's like we were, we're talking about chemistry and you know how sensitive it is in the NBA. And I think the dunk-off chemistry – is is a funny one because even if it seems like it's been the same, every year has been at least a little bit different, if not wholesale changes. Wasn't it four years ago they had team dunk offs? It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like John Wall, Terrence. It was it was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had the spin the wheel dunk off. Um, this year I think with the judges, like um, Mark Wahlberg. What? Yeah, <laughs> get the guy out of there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who else? You know, even Chris Rock was like, whatever. I mean, no, Chris Rock was cool. But but I, I don't know. It, it just seemed like... I, I think one thing that might be fun mm-hmm. for the dunk off is if, first of all, everybody loves watching dunks, correct? Yeah. Why yeah, not six yeah. people? Go back yeah. to six people. First yeah. of all, immediately go back to six people. I want to see six different people do dunks. Yeah. That's A-OK with Yeah, me. obviously. Um. I've always thought that, you know, people always talk about um, getting the dunk on the first try or not and how much weight that holds and that kind of stuff. And it seems like the criteria, there isn't totally set criteria. What if, what do you think about this? That for every missed dunk, um, you get one point removed from the total 50. However, the judges are told to judge the completed dunk, period. I like that idea. Yeah. So like, that makes actual sense instead yeah. of this, as you said, like this kind of weird. Is yeah. this a fifty? Even though we've tried it three times. Yeah. Speaking of weird, yeah. weird judges, DJ Khaled was a bit strange, but I actually <laughs> found that my own personal taste in the dunks mm-hmm. was aligning quite well with completely. Him. I feel all the exact his, same like, way. All of his picks, I was like, "Yup, I think that's like exactly <laughs> how I feel about that dunk." <laughs> how would you have felt if you uh, you aligned yourself with Mark Wahlberg? You're like. Yeah, Wahlberg's actually got it this time. I, I wouldn't have felt good. Um, I would have thrown up all the Wahlburgers I had eaten that morning. Um, it would have been a very bad time. Um, yeah, obviously stop rewatching Basketball Diaries over and over again. Uh, Pop that VHS out. Yeah, that's it's too much. Um, shout out to uh, Dr. Malfi, who's in there. <laughs> Dr. Malfi was there? Uh, from Sopranos. Yeah. The actor, you know. She's, yeah. She's uh, Leo's Lorraine mom. Bracco. Lorraine Bracco. Lorraine. Lorraine. Bracco. <laughs> um, I just watched The Sopranos in its entirety, so. Beautiful. I got Bracco on my mind. Okay, Ooh. okay. I'm going to have a little more tequila. Yeah, have some more tequila. <laughs> you're, you're having a good time. Never seen The Sopranos. <gasps> Whoa. I know. seen it three times. Yeah. Guess what? I love it, but also that's okay. Thank yeah. you, I appreciate. Finish it. the wire. Um, yeah, I just started the wire. Two episodes in. Whoa, oh, man. Yeah. Guess what? Same deal. I love it. I'm but very also, behind. That's okay. I'm very behind on TV. Um. So yeah, that's I think a pretty fair take on the Saturday night. Do you, do you watch the celebrity game? Do you care about it? 
Uh, I did watch the celebrity game. You but did. I absolutely do not care about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, maybe the opposite of me. Like I kind of look for the headlines and then I'll look for some like odd highlights or whatever. Didn't see it. Tell me who was the celebs in it. Give, um, give us a taste. You got a Bieber. Okay. Yeah. You got He's a good, right? Quavo. Okay. MVP. MVP, yeah. I don't think enough people talked about how Win Butler, Butler. Had three MVPs in a row. Yeah, he's great. And, you know, he should have got a lot of coverage going into this. I was looking for him in that game and didn't really show up. He didn't. He wasn't bad, though. He he just, I think he fully embraced the big man role yeah. that he had. Yeah. But he was diamond it out. Um, Quavo looks like, a, I mean, he's like a high school quarterback, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, or or maybe even a college quarterback, I'm not sure. But he but he was a, like, a, he's a fantastic athlete. He looked amazing. No easy buckets. No. no easy buckets. That block was so yeah, rough. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, Andre DeGrasse, you know, he was in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's fast. So was Bolt. And they did the, like, they did they did a little picture oh. thing where, like, Bolt was a couple steps ahead and looking back oh, adoringly. Oh. <laughs> oh, did they really do it? Yeah. It was a, no. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's go on the All-Star game. Um, did you watch the game? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's your... Uh, Let's talk about the whole um, the framing of um, it not being competitive enough or uh, not enough defense. How does that sit with you? I'm absolutely fine with how they were playing it before. Every year is the same. It's not enough defense, just offense. That's kind of what I want to see, though. I want to see some fun dunks. I want right. to see Steph Curry lying on the ground as Giannis dunks past him. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, that's fun to watch. Like that's just a fun, entertaining game. And this year. Mm. There were fouls like in the first two minutes of the game. Like this was an actual. There was lots of fouls. Yeah, like immediately. There were no easy buckets across the board. I mean, there I were did. Some. It's mm. weird. Like I, leading up to the game, I was pretty annoyed by the constant like badgering of the players, um, who play in this kind of like extra game, and they're all the single most important or one of the most important players to their franchise, um, and encouraging them to kind of like put their bodies on the line for this thing yeah. that everyone would shame them for if mm-hmm. they got injured at. Yeah. So I, yeah, I thought it was kind of silly, but uh, watching the game, there was, I don't know. I like watching defense. So that, that, that final Curry possession yeah. was, it was insane to watch Durant. It was insane to watch Durant and Westbrook double team anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think I've ever seen that. I guess like outside of Team USA, but Team USA is always so weird. It's such a its own show. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. It's a whole different ent- entity. Um, but yeah, it, it was uh, so. The, the, and you know, uh, I think Joel Embiid had a really fun impact on the game. Yeah, and that three pointer he hit totally. Woo. And you know, like, um, I'm always looking for those signs of the pendulum maybe swinging yeah. into it. You know, you're just trying to be ahead of like what's the next like craze for basketball or, or what's the response to this, you know, pace and, uh, and space, uh, three point league we're in. And is it guys like Joel Embiid? Can they hold up? Do they, and, but, but, but yeah, watching him, I, I think there was a possession where, um, where he scored on LeBron and then the next possession down LeBron called over a double team. And this is like the all-star <laughs> game in the last three minutes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess in theory, I don't. Like, I thought that narrative was so dumb. But yeah. watching players care about defense brought in moments like that. Mm-hmm. It also was interesting with you know everyone jacking up threes because if you're just constantly wide open, you're just drilling threes constantly. But um, with a little more defense, those threes look heinous. Yeah, 
And what? Well, yeah. What did Kyle Lowry have? One for eight. Oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about Kyle Lowry shooting threes here All Star Weekend. But he led the uh, game in assists, eleven. Okay. And he had, I think, he had one of the highest plus minuses. So it's kind of like pretty yeah. fitting, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like mm. if Kyle like freaked out on a ref, then um, <laughs> I, I heard this on another podcast, and I, I didn't even notice this. But did you notice that Anthony Davis wore? Boogie Cousins' jersey? I heard that during the broadcast. I did not. Isn't that nice? That is nice. Yeah. Yeah, they lined up the players before him when they're calling out, like, everyone, like, to introduce them before the game and seeing all the injured players along the side. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, this is, it's depressing. I was like, come on. Right. Stop this, please. I want them in the game. (laughs) Oh, man. Injuries is just something you have to accept, but it's so awful that you can't really accept it if you care at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so as far as like the All-Star game and the kind of like going forward, do you think that, yeah, like whatever, you just hope that, that this narrative is not a thing next year? Well, I think, but, but how, about, how about the player drafting? Is that something you think well, should stick? That's the thing. I think they have a good framework for like how All-Star games should be in the future. I think the player drafting, I think, again, as everyone in the world has said, that should happen right at center court before the game. Just one, two, pick you, pick you yeah. on my team. That mm. would be great. That'd be so much fun to watch. Probably more fun than the actual game. Yeah. But again, I don't Here's need the deal, that much defense. It's the players. The players have a big say in everything. Mm. And I think you had, but yeah, it's a dumb argument because it came out already. It yeah. was Aldridge and Horford, the last guys selected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something to the fact that let's say your player is on a contract year and you like are the last or one of the last picked or whatever. If in any way that can be construed against you or used against you financially, then that's, that's makes that tougher. But like, as you said, a lot of these players are, you know, one or two of the best players on that team. If that's going to be an effect in their contract year, like, yeah, you know what? I'm digging too deep into that. Yeah. That's a hard, that's a bit much. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to take a step the fuck back. Um, this came up in the uh, Give Me Some Raptors news uh, thread. It's uh, sorry, going off, we'll go, yeah, heading off All-Star a little bit. Is there, any, is there anything we didn't cover that is All-Star relevant or needs to be covered? Uh, there's one thing. There's uh, one thing. Just speaking of All-Stars. Okay. Freddie, you were on a show. Oh, I was. Called NBA Extra Large. XL? Yeah. <laughs> Matt has this way of saying things you've never heard before, but you've kind of always heard before, and looking at you like, like you're not going to be able to leave this apartment. Um, yeah, I was on, um, I was on the lineup. Yeah. Uh, produced by Dwayne uh, Watson. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, I, I thought I threw in some hot takes. You did. Mm-hmm. Apparently, apparently you got some controversial. Yeah, just uh, uh, I'll post the video on our our post so sure. you can click on it and watch Freddie and uh, <laughs> check me out, know, guys. Check <laughs> out, check out his haircut. Let us yeah. know what you yeah. think. Yeah, yeah a YouTube <laughs> commenter said I had a. You know, let's not stop in a second. The YouTube commenter said I had a comb over, but then now we're wondering was he talking about me? We don't know. And then it's also like. It's okay if I do have a comb over. I mean, like, I'll get rid of it, obviously. But um, but this is how you found out. If it, Yeah, you know, if I do, and that's something I need to address, I need to be on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, whoa. I just thought I had way too much hair, you know, on my head for a comb over. But, but hey, um, yeah. if the internet, if one person speaks on... Uh, 
internet on the internet on internet yeah on, on internet then it matters were there so. any likes to that comment were there any like upvotes um, no oh, i feel don't like check, don't check don't check don't check don't look at it again oh my god i'm gonna look back at it it's, god. Like, it's gonna be like thread. that what's the meme of the woman seeing all the math equations yeah that's gonna be like me discovering uh, night of a over uh, oh god um well yeah just uh, as i said we will post the video but you, you'll get a couple hot takes like this from Freddie. Who's the best point guard in the NBA? Two dates. Who do you guys got? Um, what do you think? Okay, this is, this is, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion because he's not often considered a point guard, but I think it's James Harden. No. <laughs> Wait, did you no. put in the no? No, no, that was there. No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and also, they just were not with you with your, your love for LeBron. And yeah. he's both, because he's the best scorer of all time. <laughs> and he's the best scorer of all time. Yes, he's the youngest guy to score 30,000. Youngest guy to score 25. I don't think he's the best scorer of all time. No, no. no but, but I mean, he's, he's going to pass Jabbar. Exactly. He's going to pass Jabbar. He's going to pass Jabbar. That's like, is that my moment where I'm Van Gundy hanging on to Alonzo Mourning's leg while he runs across the court? He's going to pass Jabbar! He's going to pass Jabbar! Um, yeah, I guess I'm a bona fide ween after listening to that. Um, shame on me. You know, I was trying to throw some hot takes in there. I stand by my Harden take. I thought they were um, great. Yeah. The LeBron take, uh, I'll qualify it a bit. It's a bit inflammatory. You know, or no, that, that's not the right, right word. I was I was exaggerating a bit because yeah. pure score, obviously, there's a lot of people who uh, should be considered before LeBron, but I was making the legacy play. Mm-hmm. I was insinuating Absolutely. that he will end up scoring the most points ever, which in one definition, obviously, is going to be the best score of all time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, averages and all that. All that. But, you know, I, I was just, I was throwing it out there. No. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe <laughs> Matt's put me in my place a little bit. Sometimes you sometimes you hear a no and you ignore it. And, no. <laughs> and sometimes uh, a friend of yours just keeps pressing it on a computer. <laughs> so you, you need to look at yourself in the face and say, Do I have a comb over? <laughs> um <laughs> Where was it going? Okay, yeah, right. Um, so the trade deadline has come and passed. But guess what hasn't come and passed? <laughs> that was the worst segue ever. But um, the buyout deadline's March 1st. Uh, there's a bit of a gap between them. Uh, Simon and the Give Me Some Raptors news thread um, threw that out there. I thought it was a really good question. Do you, yeah, is that a problem? Is that, what's the benefit of changing that? Would it make, would, would it, make more of a frenzied period more exciting kind of like push teams to make decisions or yeah if it all happened in the same week if that was like just you know on monday the trade deadline on friday the buyout and that's it mm. you have teams just making moves left right mm. and center for five days straight yeah whereas now you know it doesn't really feel like a deadline's coming up because yeah. players are kind of just getting like bought out here and there yeah it's just for like the second half of this month yeah just you know, i'm gonna go here now i'm gonna buy this person out and it's just right. these slow little moves and you have a lot of teams just waiting for that bio to happen or like yeah. the, for that deadline to happen. And, you know, I think pushing them all together, there's going to be some fun, uh, yeah. some fun transactions, some fun rumors there. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think it would force teams to decide. Yeah. It would just push teams into, you know, conversations they might not be having, whether it's us, Boston, Golden State, um, Cleveland, well, like Cleveland's a different story, 
but um, teams just waiting to see if there's anyone who can shore up their bench or maybe be a contributor down the line or, yeah. you know, be so you can, injury insurance. If you uh, sign one of the bio players, they can play in the playoffs, yep. go the whole way. Mm, wow. Yeah, and, and the deadline for that is March 1st. March 1st. Right. So that's basically, <clears throat> let's say if you're Chris Bosh yeah. and you're trying to make a last push into the NBA. Right. Um, by the way, I was also I was listening to the Chris Mannix podcast on Yahoo, and he and Chris Bosh elaborated a little bit. Um, so he says he's in perfect playing condition, but contact is a big issue. Mm. And hmm. I'm kind of like, no, oh, that. that seems like so. Yeah, he that gets, seems like yes. maybe you buried the most important point. That's Chris part Bosch. of the game. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I've been. I think. I've always felt. Like it'll cause issues with his blood clotting. I'm I, I'm not exactly sure what that means. Contact, but I think him dropping a big hammer like I can't get touched. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like oh wait what because yeah then he, if you're problem. legitimately trying to make a comeback that is the no starter that you know Miami and other um, NBA personalities kind of that's the authoritative tone they speak with. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, I've just been wondering the whole time like why do people know. For sure, that this that that he was diagnosed by Miami as having this blood clot and he can never play again. It's a health risk forever. Like, why is that a forever thing when clearly a team saved oodles of money pushing that? Mm-hmm. And I guess it's both things. Yeah, it's both. You know, things. I guess I guess I guess yeah. Miami was like, no, we're going to save so much money and we want to get you off the books as fast as humanly possible. But they also, want they you want might a healthy die. Chris Bosh though, right? Like, if he could play. Wouldn't they want him? Maybe. They were out of is time he? when they lost LeBron. Yeah. And they were yeah. looking at that Chris Bosch contract totally differently. Like, Dwayne's going to probably, I mean, Wade's back on Miami, right? Wade is, yeah. And he's, is he going to retire after this year? He looks like it. Yeah. Wade, Wade aged. I mean, I think that's what kind of happens. Like, players, especially athletic ones, swingmen, hit 31, <laughs> and you're like, how long can they go? Well, it's because he and went to just Chicago. Every, every two months, they lose, like, a full step. He, yeah. he ate deep dish every night. Did you know that? Is that true? Yeah, in Chicago. Wow. <laughs> and is that... <laughs> that ages you. Same time they die of the river and, and all that? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, you want to throw some Chicago facts out? Be ready that's for some, all I know is deep dish. Back, okay? Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm an angry person, everybody. Um... Uh, what are the odds of Bosch actually coming back though? Do you think? Oh, do you think I it's, don't think it's gonna happen because, like, yeah, after him saying contact, the big than issue, the I was like, thing. What do you mean, contact? Like, you can't be the guy from Unbreakable going into yeah, the NBA, like, exactly. no contact, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, that to me seems like it might be the end for Bosch if it's a yeah. contact issue, yeah. Um, so yeah, just I think we need to touch on the Raptors buyout kind of trade deadline scenario. As it, as it all ties in together, mm-hmm. um, Vince. What about Vince? What do you think about Vince? I'm okay. Is I'm, it, I'm okay with how things were, transpired. Were you preparing for it? I was. I, I was absolutely. Ready. I was preparing for it emotionally. Yeah. I had actually gotten to the point. You accepted um, it. Where I accepted. Remember? It. Yeah, I talked to you. You were like, "I'm like, wow, this is the most positive I've heard you speak about Vince." And I actually don't consider myself to be a Vince hater. He literally made well, me a hardcore he, Raptors yeah, fan, yeah, a hardcore basketball true. fan. I he was. You just, just don't want his jersey up there first. That's right. I think that kind of stuff matters, <laughs> and I love DeRozan more. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Um, 
But they, that's completely cooled, right? Like apparently, they're yeah. Not so Sacramento at- has said that um, they're not um, going to buy him out, and they want to want him to play the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter signed, I think it was a two year, maybe a player option or something, eight million dollar contract. So he might want to collect all yeah. sixteen or whatever. Right, comes to after tax. <laughs> yeah, no, but but he wants. He might want to just collect all his money. He mm-hmm. might say like, yeah, I I, I know you guys think I want to be tenth man. Victory cigar on a uh, playoff team, but I actually want um, all these millions dollars. Yeah. yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I didn't really Why, use my how words. Does he there, not but... want a ring, like or a chance at a ring? He's got no chance at a ring in Sacramento. No, no, like, no, no. no, no. But that's I mean? us. Like, and and like, he's saying, I know, but I could buy so many rings with all the millions of dollars. <laughs> I read that the Raptors aren't even interested because it'd be too much of a sideshow at this point. Well, that, okay, but. I think I read the same thing, and that kind of came out at the same time that Sacramento. It's like, yeah, we said, didn't want him yeah, anyway. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like a little bit of like, oh, care. you're not going to buy him out? <laughs> Let's see if we um, we actually like a follow. So um, Casey was already. He's like, you going to try and say that you're not going to dunk anymore? You're going to dunk when I tell you to. What? Yeah. That's what, what are you talking about? Casey. Wait, who did Casey say that to? Vince. <laughs> the All Star game <laughs> on the phone. Really? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Walk it back, but Okay. <laughs> so Casey was on the phone this All-Star game. With Vince. Okay, he was, like, being filmed on the phone. And he's like, listen, if this buyout happens and you come to the Raptors, you even try to say to the press that you're not going to dunk anymore, I'll tell you when you dunk and don't dunk. Oh, okay, so this is a big lie. No, no, it's not a lie. Or can I watch this? <laughs> oh, no, we deleted all the tapes. Okay, all right. <laughs> um... But let's talk bio people. <laughs> Matt's insane. I'm gonna kill you. Stare aside. Um, what's uh? Are you? Do you care about a buyout for for this team? We have so many young guys, right? So many yeah, good contributors. A- Norm not being able to do anything. But but what about a 33 year old to follow? Do you think that matters for the locker room? When his name got thrown out there, that was the first time in the bio conversation where I'd be like, okay. What about my guy well, Shannon yeah. Fry? Even Channing Fry, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe yeah. we can deal with that. But again, our like our chemistry right now is just so like deep throughout the entire mm-hmm. bench. You have Delon Wright playing next to Kyle Lowry. You have all these different players playing with each other. I feel like just throwing an extra person in there. Like we don't, do we need it? Do we but need something else? What if it's what if a guy like Fry is interested in not playing unless he's needed, and has been bought out by the Lakers, and you know, can be like, he's, he seems like he's someone who everybody likes and he'd probably instantly be the third best three point shooter on our team. Fourth, maybe something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, yeah, you don't use them, but what if it's like, you know, we're, we're, it's an elimination game and, uh, we're down 10 and you just bust them out there to be like, can you, what if we just try a unit with a bunch of three point shooters and, you know what I mean? I could be down, I could be down with that idea in that very specific scenario. Yes, but again, I really made it more and yeah, more specific. Yeah, it's like until you smiled. Fifteen seconds left. Yeah, we're down by three. Everyone yeah. else is injured. We only have one person. Everyone's chanting "Fry." It's a fry. One, one on five, <laughs> and you know the guy from Futurama is not there. You know what I mean? Um, is who, are, anyone we're missing? Like, are you? Uh, Those are the two names. That you want to like, entertain the Tony Allen conversation? No, no I, I don't. I really. do not at all. Well, the no, Raptors don't God. need someone who hasn't been good for a long time and can't shoot. Yeah, yeah, we've, uh, we've gone through that. Phase what about before. a surprise by like Amir, something like that? That oh, he's with uh, Philly, so there's no way that's happening. They wouldn't buy him out. 
No, it would have to be like like buyouts generally happen with um, bad teams. Yeah, who want to get rid of anyone who will make them potentially win a game. Oh, okay, yeah. And so it's just wasted. Money. I'm still not used to thinking it was <laughs> Philly is a good team. I know, <laughs> you know, I know they're they're trying to get to the playoffs. Oh they're, my goodness, we my could goodness. we could very easily see Philly in the uh, first round. How do you feel about that? I'm not scared. Yeah, I think that uh, all uh, Embiid comments aside, I think Embiid would be the best player in the series. Mm-hmm. I think it would be the Embiid show, much like it was the Giannis show last year. But I just think they're it, that talent disparity is even way wider than Milwaukee and us last year. Yeah, it's just so much wider. You know, we'd be we we get to face T.J. McConnell for an entire series. <clears throat> what a dream. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah I, well, I feel good about that. All I right. know, yeah. right? He's got a comb over too. Um, <laughs> if I got one, he's got one. You know what I mean? Um, no. I think, uh, no. Sorry, oh wow. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there was there any other questions you saw in the Give Me Some Raptors news? Well, any, any last little uh, I, I, nuggets? I, 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 I had one for you, and sure, you, know, you both can uh, you know weigh on this one. Okay. But Freddie, I'm, I'm glad I was here for your OVO night apology. And oh, you know, yeah. how you turned it around. Uh, but, you know, like since with the OVO jerseys, they're like, you know, you clearly do not like them. Mm-hmm. But what would you replace it with? If you could have like any alternate jersey that you wanted to put into the Raptors, what would you put mm-hmm. out there? What kind of color scheme or what kind of theme? What would you guys want? Okay, I got something for go, this. Go, you go first. So I won't go on another rant. <clears throat> Maybe I will by accident. But. I'll try not to. I've always had a problem with military night. Just going to go ahead and say it. I think yeah. it's uh, warmongering, and I think it's weird. Mm. Um, and I think it's uh, awful to put any one position so far ahead of yeah. many others. Mm-hmm. Um, T- tying military to sports is super weird to me. It's, yeah. it's always been manufactured and awful. Mm-hmm. But um, that said, it's an established thing. Um, I don't know if the Raptors have done it this year, but in the past, if they've they usually had three or four nights with our military uniforms. Mm-hmm. Let's have a nurse night. Let's yeah. have mm-hmm. a teacher night. Yeah. Let's have every profession you can goddamn <laughs> think of yeah. night. And um, do that for three years. See which is the best jersey. Ride it for. I like that. There's so many variations <laughs> you, you know can what go I mean? with as well. Yeah, because like, what if it's like, oh wow, we're actually. You know what I mean? We're gonna do like TGC driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It'll be heavy clothing and warm. Uh, Let's do the uh, (laughs) let's do the fair inspector (laughs) night. This is a good idea, though. This is the fair fair inspector night. Like, should I pitch that? (laughs) Yes, yes, that one specifically. If we'll start at fair inspector, okay? Yeah, yeah, like nurse night or whatever. You know, sure. Where there weren't uh, fancy scrubs. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah, a little stethoscope yeah. printed on the jersey or yeah. on the neck or yeah. something. Canada's Wonderland Halloween Haunt Night. Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nowhere near Halloween. What are those jerseys going to That look would be like? fun to see them all Shredded as like bit, zombies you know? or something. That'd yeah. be real fun. Um, but yeah. answering this question seriously, He's... trying to think about my favorite Raptors jersey, I really do like the Husky jerseys. Mm. Um, you like the blue and white. I do like the blue and white. Yeah. I think, I don't know why I care about it. It is the one jersey I own. I do agree. I like the Huskies. Yeah. I don't know why I care about all of our teams kind of being the same color, even though, you know, TFC isn't really. Yeah. Either, yeah. But I feel like with TFC, it is kind of drawn the line 
where we're like red or we're blue and white, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, I'm okay with that. It's fine. Because yeah. I really do like soccer jerseys to be red. I don't know why. Fair enough. Because I'm from <laughs> County Cork in Ireland, and that's what we have on our jerseys. It's <laughs> <That's> beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I kind of like the, uh, you know, the gimmicky Raptor, like the old throwback ones and stuff. I don't mind it. But it'd be like, it'd be nice if, uh, you know, we give credit to where credit's due mm-hmm. and have like Samuel L. Jackson or, you know, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. On one of them. Wow. Like that. That would be from awesome. The movie, from yeah, the yeah movie. no, I know. That would be insane. <laughs> um, that's That was my idea. It was just lean into Jurassic Park. Yeah, lean just in. Just lean right into it. Oh, okay. Get sued. Uh, yeah. More yeah. press. Oh, and like, you, 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 you know, those like synchronized like um, uh, videos where, where it keeps showing like players like all turn to play defense at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always like kind of like impressive <laughs> timing videos. You could do that um, if the, all the Raptors were dressed like Raptors and you had the clicker. Oh, Ooh, yeah, stop, yes. start, or you get the Simon Says guy, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Bring out the Simon Says guy. He should do that to the Raptors. Is that Wesley Snipes? No, no, it's a halftime guy who does uh, Simon Says. <laughs> By the way, my my Simon partner, says uh, die. my partner Caitlin saw Quick Change for the first time, which oh. is a halftime show, and she was very impressed. Quick change. It's, said- they basically change people's clothes behind a curtain oh, really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, Larry Nance's was the best during the I dunk know. contest. He's, he's obviously taking off his pants and his shirt. His shirt. You see his arms poking through the sides. <laughs> he showed everyone how hard that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of practice. She takes. She changes those outfits fast <laughs> as hell, man. And uh, if we could put uh, a personal plea out to the lady who kicks the cups on her head. You know that lady? She someone stole her tricycle. Red, yeah. red panda? Yeah, yeah, someone stole her tricycle. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, the foot. Someone lying. stole her tricycle? Yes. What do you mean? At a game? No. Uh, I don't it, think it was at it was at the airport. Was? Airport. It was at the airport and what? she was waiting for her, She's her like luggage. She's like a halftime person. Yeah, and she was waiting for her yeah. luggage and this thing came down the conveyor belt and there's footage of the guy just walked up and picked up and walked off. That and was it. Did she see him? No, and she didn't see it. She just was waiting for it, apparently, and this guy just walked She's off She's had it for, it. like, 40 years or something Yeah, this crazy. was, like, her main, like, yeah. her, her child, this That's thing, upsetting. Yeah. Now she oh, has yeah. a CCM bike. That's, and that <laughs> that's bike. Uh, I mean, looking at Matt's crazed stare once more, that's equally upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is good. <laughs> so, no, that laugh, too. You know what I mean? It was really, it was a bellow. Whoa. That was a Tom Bombadil deep in the forest <laughs> laugh right there. Um, but yeah, uh, the wow. Golden State Warriors did buy her new one, though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Of that's course cool. they did those yeah. schmarmy Silicon oh, Valley yeah. nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm. let's uh, let's close up with this, this little uh, Raptors for the future question. I don't know why I said the Raptors. Uh, it's not about the Raptors at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you like you like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah just a curveball. <laughs> yeah, in my own head. <laughs> Jimmy um, Key. If uh, Matt, uh, I don't know if you got this question uh, when I was talking about it earlier, so mm-hmm. don't uh, address it right away if you don't want. If you want to stew on it, sure. Tristan, what do you? What would you change? about the NBA, if it's any one thing. And I've asked this question on this podcast before, but it's usually a fun one because there's been a lot of talk about um, the playoff format and and trying to, you know, some people think you got to give the winners more of an advantage, even though there's rarely any upsets in the NBA. Uh, but um, yeah, just kind of trying to reconfigure things a little bit, whether it's in terms of the conference or maybe a one to 16 thing. 
but then obviously that brings schedule issues. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So so there's that department of changing things, but could also be like a rule change mm -hmm. or a Twitter change. You know what I mean? I think they should just wear, be able to wear their fashions that they walked into the arena with on the court. I want Russell Westbrook in a shredded shirt just playing basketball as well. <laughs> Wow, so so you're get rid of uniforms? Guy. No, no, no. I th oh. yeah, just yeah, just or have them a, all together. Have a civvies night. Yeah, where you can just wear what you want. Yeah, and they just like tape on their number on the back. See, that's it. There we go. Little pennies, and that's it. Yeah. Speaking of wearing anything when you play basketball, <laughs> if uh, you haven't seen it, watch um, watch Cameron. Oh my play God. basketball. He's in like a like like this like beautiful <laughs> silver suit. And it's just, there's so much aggression with what I assume is his friend, but it's hilarious. Oh. And his friend is in this like billowy, gorgeous, <laughs> yeah. like suede trench coat. <laughs> it's, um, it's just, it's amazing. And, and there's just cameras all around them. And I don't know who egged them on to play basketball, but they were not prepared to. Yeah. They were dressed yeah. too nice. Yeah. Cameron, Cameron has a bunch of chains on. I oh. think one breaks as he tries to throw up a shot. It's hilarious. Oh, it's a great video. Um, so yeah, I want, I want nights yeah. like that. I want, you know, just come as you are. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want, but no, but no, I, like, actually I think, um, more flair or like, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I want everything. I want the whole look. Um, yeah. but actually everyone talked about like, you know, the four point line. I wouldn't right. mind seeing that. I want to see some really deep shots. I, so like, <laughs> that's all I want in the world. Wow. Is like I want. You love those like I love at the buzzer. Yeah, I, I love like yeah, I love those shots. <laughs> like the fact that Steph Curry can just walk across, just throw that up. Right. Even Embiid in that game, I'm like, that's my example right there. This isn't the show uh, Hang Time, okay? Uh, this is the on. NBA. I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny uh caitlin uh brought that up to me or i don't know how it came came across and then i i realized i was i was pretty much i was pretty against the four-point line a lot of people are and then i'm like why am i being a traditionalist about you know about anything you in know, basketball? people it's didn't... fun when things change but i think i don't know i'm just i don't know how that would shake out in terms of the three-pointer and what the three-pointer has already done to uh, we're already in a movement where basketball is kind of like playing catch up. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what a four point line, would a four point line be a gimmick? So you want at to, first, do you want me to go the opposite route? Have a one point line and he dunks one point. Whoa. Oh. Right underneath the basket. Any dunks, anything underneath the, in a post up move, one point. So you're just fully discouraging. <laughs> Yeah, any yeah. big man, yeah. period. I want the four yeah. and the one. I want a bunch. It's like yeah. ski ball. I want different yeah. spots. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so you're slowly turning this into like a version of shuffleboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next stop, we'll do the ultimate frisbee thing where yeah, exactly. you have to pass it. You can't. Yeah, there's a little hoop above. Steps. There's a hoop above oh, the basket. No. You can throw it through there. By it's the way, I just points. said you have to take two steps and pass it, which is actually how basketball works. But I meant no, I meant no dribble. <laughs> well, it could be like Gaelic football where you have to uh, take two steps and hood it off your foot. See? Yeah. Two steps foot. Two yeah, steps yeah, foot. no, for sure. That's yeah. terrible. So it's uh, rugby. <laughs> we can only pass backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Great cool. ideas. Yeah. I definitely think it should be the playoff. The playoff format needs to be adjusted. Right. I don't know if it's... Is the NHL still you reseed every round? Um, it's a little, no, it, no it's, it's different like now because they have wild cards. Okay. Right. So like you have your two divisions in the conference and one, two, three gets in and then the next two teams in either division will get the wild card spots. So it's like mm. whoever's better. So for instance, at the least division, uh, they're so like a shoe in for the playoffs because everybody sucks in the Atlantic. 
right now, other than the top three, which the Leafs are in. Right. Hmm. So it's going to be the other division that gets the two wild card spots, and then it's like the second wild card spot plays the first place team, and the first wild card spot mm. plays them. Doesn't it place. shake out the same way though? Like not really, because if you think about it, like, and this is like I don't know, like some players like Ovechkin have complained about this too, is that like you could end up second and third place in like the. Uh, Metropolitan, it could be like Pittsburgh versus Columbus. And they were like the top two teams last year. They were really good. Mm-hmm. And they've got to duke it out in the first round. Oh. So it's kind of like, you're used to, like, it used to be one versus eight, and then it gets reseeded. Mm-hmm. And so like it's supposed to be like the top two teams should meet in the conference final, mm-hmm. right? Which I don't understand with the NBA and how it works. That's what? how I think it should work. But yeah, no, it's, what it's, does it, it do? I don't understand seeds it. seeds one through eight, then it's a bracket. That yeah, so it just splits into a bracket. So like, if we finish first, we're playing the winner four or five, regardless. Four or five, regardless. Yeah, which is why I think it's very important to hold on to number one because I want to face whoever's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well I bring it back again. Yeah, it, see, I'm moving it back. Um, I want a tired LeBron. I want a third round. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't want him in the second again. That was, you know, it was rough. Drinking whiskey yeah, it's not at the bar, whatever you said. <laughs> I don't think I said that, but sure. My boring answer is that I think um, I would like to see the NBA in some way structure contracts so that it's not – because what's happening right now is like everything's a rookie contract. You have like no middling contracts, and you have all these massive escalating contracts – and teams don't really know how to balance that. And I, they will figure that out more and more and more. Mm-hmm. But I think a solution to so many of the NBA's problems, or I mean, sorry, like growth potential, uh, rather, is giving more attention to um, all of the players in the NBA. Yeah. Van Vliet's, all these guys. Like I feel like the way to make the to grow basketball is to even the money a little bit. And I don't know how that would be administered because like, obviously you want to make sure players can earn as much as humanly possible. Stealing an idea from Matt McCready, um, comedian, hilarious guy, amazing improviser also on give me some Raptors news. He's introduced a couple times the idea of no max contracts. So mm-hmm. obviously your head first mm-hmm. goes to like, Oh my God, some guy's going to sign Durant, LeBron and Curry. But if you did something like, um, no max contracts and also an agreed upon hard cap, mm-hmm. then what you could do is maybe have Utah's, Toronto's, Memphis's, and San Antonio's kind of build these teams where, well, all of our guys make $13 million each and everyone's happy and we have stars too. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. you have a couple superstars and anyone who's willing to make nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. By okay. comparison. Yeah. So I that like I don't know if that would be the way to do that. What's a more fulfilling championship win? LeBron going to Miami and joining a big three, mm-hmm. or DeMar DeRozan being drafted here? DeMar DeRozan. Gotta be. Right? Yeah. So it's so, like just something you want to root for with that. Well, but. yeah, and I think exactly. I think the NBA is has always been in a tough situation about like as far as keeping its stars. And, you know, we see, we're watching it with Davis. We're watching it with Giannis. These teams are in constant panic mode. As, so, as soon as you do get that superstar franchise guy, mm-hmm. then then the pressure's on and you start making, like, you basically have to be perfect. Yeah. And I think that they need to 
yeah, just kind of like balance it in a way for the small market teams. My that's my boring answer. My exciting one is widen the court like mm. a half foot. That's it. Because players' feet are too big for the corner threes. And if you watch, a lot of guys have to do this weird thing where they turn their feet so their foot's not over the line. These guys have massive feet and they can't get them in the in the spot. And okay. that 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 would be my that would be my change. Nice. Hmm. Well, well, oh, it's been a slice. Yeah. He's putting, he's been <laughs> putting been, on his Mr. Rogers cute, yeah. cardigan. It's been, it's been a, a cute time. comb over of a slice. <laughs> don't you think? Um, I pray in just so you know, I don't think it's a comb over. Thank yeah, you. It's I definitely I, not. I have a very similar haircut, and I don't think I have one. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on the same page. So we're not the comb over brothers. I don't think so. Not <laughs> okay, anymore. No, this is our I first first I day. By the way, I never want to meet the comb over brothers. <laughs> oh, it's like the worst Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're just, lawyers. It's oh, the God. real Mario Brothers. Yeah, just yeah. like two old plumbers. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's been the pod. Thank you, Tristan. Well, thank you very much for um, having me. Do you got anything coming up? Anything you want people to know about? No. Whether it's a party or ooh, a party. Or maybe some of your <laughs> I'm actually maybe some to... of your artwork where they can find it. Yeah. Uh, yeah on go. Instagram, it's uh half good, because that's what my art is. Nice. Half good. Half good is your name? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well we'll uh tag it, right, Matt? I'll tag that. Yeah. I just look at Matt assuming he yeah. knows how to tag things. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I know, considered I know done. the internet. <laughs> you know the ins and outs of the tagging? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tag a thing or two. Um Wonderful. yeah. You got anything coming up, Freddie? Why don't you talk about Rap Paddles one hundred? My um my uh, show I run with my brother. It's uh uh it's called Rap Battles. It's kind of like a sketch comedy show in the round where we get comedians to rap battle in character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really fun. It's really silly. We've been doing it forever. Um, our hundredth show is coming up, and uh, we're doing it at the Great Hall. Uh, nice. On, um, March 9th at nine thirty. So please buy some tickets. Yeah. Come out, check out the show. We're going to make it amazing. Uh, I have my first ever interview on Friday with Glenn Sumi. Oh, wow. He for sure won't listen to this. Um, <laughs> or maybe he will. He maybe might. it's like a research oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. Anyways, I'm excited. Yeah, um, I've heard he's really nice. I'm oh, a little okay. bit... I guess I am a little bit nervous, but... <laughs> About the the you're, ta- you're talking it through? You're like, I, oh, I'm God, talking through okay, the Glenn yeah. Sumi thing. Like, can I handle this? I, I hope so, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, come out to that show. Um, and, uh, I love you all. Matt, you got anything before we Um, launch off? I was in a Tide Pods commercial. If you're in America, uh, you might want to check that out. Okay. It's just, you know, me in a fish tank and there's like Tide Pods everywhere. Amazing. And you're not, you're not addressing any of the recent other news. Oh, we're fully eating the Tide Pods. Yeah. They're they're embracing it. Oh, they're rolling with it. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, It's a bold move. Yeah. And it's just like, it's playing weird, like that Weird Al song, Just Eat It. Or whatever. So nice. It's wow. really cool. Cool. All right. So and Dwayne Casey's there. <laughs> um, Dwayne Casey's there on the phone. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> but I am in a Tide Pods. Check it. Check out a Tide Pod commercial <laughs> in the states. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Tristan. Thank you. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? Uh, this has been the Confederacy of Dunks. Uh, we are uh, having a good time here. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you give us a rating on iTunes, that would be appreciated. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. Bye.